0: Hello and welcome, friends! <laughs> we are back for our third episode of Almost a Music Podcast. I'm here with Jana. We should work on a different, you know, tagline. But we'll get there. <laughs> so today is a very special one because it's um very unintuitive call for us to do this early on. <laughs> we had to get it out of the way. <laughs> but we're gonna be doing a deep dive of the main, one of her favorite bands. So if you guys have heard of them, we will get more on that later. Here's Chana, and we'll be going through a bunch of different stuff, including discussing their most recent album, which is very, very phenomenal. So yeah, Chana, you want to give a brief, instruc- uh, brief brief introduction of yeah. the pop?
1: Yes. Hi, Meg. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think we are talking after some time from our previous episode. So nice to talk to you again. Uh, yes. So uh, yeah. So I think we knew that uh, in, when we started this podcast, we are actually going to do an episode on Sudan. Uh, that was <laughs> that was evident that it's going to happen someday. So and it's uh, it's it's so uh, I think timely that. Uh, main actually released their latest album last week, so I think it's uh somehow things just align <laughs> yeah so uh just uh, this, yeah, so you know as we as we always say, the almost music podcast is just just how this started is that me and meg joined uh i mean we got connected through clubhouse and then we thought and then we. Talk about, and then we realized that we have similar interest in music, and we have been to the same event, So uh, then we thought of maybe we should create a podcast together. And uh, we just didn't want it to be just uh, it's just a talking about music, but we want it to be more personal, more intimate, and more spiritual because both of us both of us are really into that uh, sort of area. So that's how this started and i think meg uh, going back to uh, the main um i remember that when we first sort of got connected i i went to your facebook and i think i saw the first thing i noticed on the facebook was that you had some photos about the main main show so that's how i thought oh this person looks interesting because I think he has great taste <laughs>
0: It was very telling <laughs> that I I had a real really like good inclination with this band, but only the few would know. Like when you know, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Like I think my Facebook banner for like years now is Ken um Kennedy's picture um with the fan, like on a concert. I forget like which if that was an original photo or what, but it's been there for a while. So I would say that the Main really was one of the few bands that I actually grew up with, like with with all the releases that they've had, with the concerts, with the type of concerts, like from mall shows, from just the unpaid, just buy an album mall show and or free shows to paid um concerts and from ranging from like different arenas could be like from qc to to when they had like a huge show in um i forgot where i think moa arena until they have like many um many shows with bazooka rock so i'm sure we will get to that later but yeah my one of the few bands that really stood out with me was the main not just because of their music but with who they are as a band like them as individuals i would say like i feel like they're sort of (laughs) they're sort of my best friend so i'm kidding no but really it felt that way because how how they treat how they treat their fans like more than more than just fans they're like what pat would say it's the record label which is very heartwarming i'm sure you have like your say on how early on or how and when did you discover this band, Chana?
1: Yeah, so uh, <laughs> first I thought that uh, I heard about this band for a long time, but uh, I I was kind of lazy to, you know, uh, check them out. I, I knew that and I thought that it's, a, it's a too young for me. Like, you know, I thought it's a younger band and maybe it's not my thing, but... Uh, I did watch first time. I think watch them was I, I discovered them probably like somewhere like 2013 or 14, probably um, around that time. But I, I had this uh, sort of thing that, Oh, the Maine so maybe they're from the state of Maine, but they're not, they're actually from Arizona, right? <laughs> Tempe, Arizona. They were, they, uh, they're from Arizona. And uh, as we were talking earlier before recording that, uh, Arizona, the desert, and then the aliens, and so there's a lot of energy, yes. in so oh I think God. that's probably something why this this band is so so awesome, right?
0: Yes, I feel like the the place where they actually are from added so much character to the band, which I just realized, like, recently, it wasn't even, that didn't came to me, like, it didn't, it didn't dawn on me, not until this most recent album, so I don't know how, spiritually in touch they are, and how they are in that space, but, I feel like there's something about, their, last song in in an album, and then there's, this song called, What's Another Night on Mars, so I can't help but wonder, like, do they, Are they in touch with aliens? (laughs) Are they in that realm? And there's something about the song for me from their most recent album of Face Towards the Sun how, I don't know, it's so... It's so surreal. I have no words to describe it, but it's so beautiful. (laughs) That's it. Um, Okay, like, going back, how did you find their concerts? Are they, like, were you hooked all at once? When you... When you first heard them live, or was it like you just kept going and you were just no, I was just interested in seeing this band live and they're cool.
1: Yeah, so uh, I think the first time I really uh, got to know them, like the band, is that I I saw I think in one of the park shows, like in the merch booth, I saw the album Pioneer, and mm-hmm. uh, and then this. The, the pioneer album has this guy with a you know hipster beard and you know the like yeah. uh, that's the first time I saw that oh wow a beard can be so cool maybe that's, that's <laughs> what really sort of got me to have a beard now so maybe that's probably where wow. that came <laughs> <laughs> wow and then, uh, yeah and then that album that's the one first album that I bought and and then uh, but I think the first song that really uh, it's actually the earliest, earliest song, uh, in, in into your arms. That's actually the song mm-hmm. that I really first remember. And, and I, I, I felt that's a really good song. Great. And, uh, yeah. and, then, um, and then I, uh, I started going to the Basukaroks events. I think starting like 2015, I wanted to like go and experience that this, and I mean, sort of, I thought, why don't I just go and, uh, uh, just see these new bands just not just getting just stuck to the old bands right it's there's no point like stuck in stuck in nostalgia forever right so i thought of let's go and explore this new band and then uh, i think the first show was the Basuka rocks event uh, pop punk weekend i think they had 2017 where they had two day event yeah and on, on the second day it was the main and uh, we had like meet and greet I think they met everybody that who came to the show right so we mm-hmm. had to meet and meet with them that was the first show i was really really surprised with that show uh and uh as i said like i i saw that transformation from them like beginning they were like very young uh band but now at, at by by 2017 they were so established and um, so they have grown up a lot, and I, yeah. I really felt that they were very established musicians, and that the show was so amazing. Mm-hmm. I see that the main shows the music, the way they put out the show, all the all the screens they are going to have that that really brings up like emotions, and you know, I I mean it's it's a the whole it's like a part, but it's like a whole experience, right?
0: Yes. Oh my god. Yeah.
1: How, how did you discover him?
0: Yeah, um I actually don't remember specifically how I listened to one of their songs must be must be from like a mix show of a music video, but I remember there was this it was at this time where LimeWire was still existing and we were still downloading torrents from different bands and i remember downloading can stop moons up i don't know how but then a few years after i think my first show with them was an Ayala mall show where they would guest like for free these bands and just buy not sure if I we just have to buy an album and we get a free pass both a meet and greet pass and a show pass so that started that was the first show i think that was in that was in alabang town center i'm from the south so i first watched them live there and when they kept coming back like they really loved manila for sure and they evolved to doing concerts so, solo concerts until they've gone with pulp for bazooka rocks and they would always guest on rx and i remember I remember I was part of eighty one twenty-three pH. There were three of us. Um Ivy if if you're listening and Kat, um, were part of eighty one twenty-three and when they started when we knew that they were coming, we wanted to surprise them and raise uh signs of eighty one twenty-three means everything to us. So that was the song of I think we all rule along. So we organized that. So that's where that's one of the one of my favorite moments of the main two, but yeah, the first few ones was just the mall shows. Uh, I wasn't there during Pioneer, but I think you were, right? You went to the Pioneer show in in the somewhere in the north in Sky Dome. Um,
1: yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I, what you you said something interesting because they started as a band like that that would just play in malls and uh, yes. Like- like do free shows for the fans, and then then eventually they became a, like front, uh, you know, front act for a festivals, right? So they became yes. huge, and then they they started having this following of set of bands that followed them with them, like the this century rocket to the moon and all this that which which basically created that eight one twenty three sort of tour, yes, group, a group of bands. Um, yeah, so it's really exciting how we discovered. Uh, I just want to reset the room. I we see uh, Kim has joined the audience. Hi, hi, Kim. Uh, if you want to come on stage and talk about uh, about the main, you can come. Please raise your hand. We'll we'll bring you over. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's it's. I think I also want to ask uh, Meg one thing that I would like to talk about. So. Uh, Let's 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 talk about Maine, How uh, so so Main Maine is from Tempe, Arizona, uh, yep. and and they were formed in 2007, and they had their first album in 2008, which you mentioned that you illegally downloaded the concert. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, so so the members of uh, the Main is. Uh, John uh, on John O'Callaghan on vocals and he does piano and rhythm guitar as well. Uh, yep. we, we got Jared Monaco. Um, sorry.
0: we have Pat for the drums.
1: Yeah, Pat and, Kirk on drums, Jared Nicholson on bass and Kennedy Brook yep. on guitar. Uh yep. I, I I think we want to I want to ask you and then we'll go to Kim like who is your favorite Main (laughs) member,
0: it's like choosing a favorite child. (laughs) No, but (laughs) um, for me, Pat has a really special place in my heart. (laughs) Pat is so special. Um, so I'm just gonna share a quick, a really quick um story or um backstory of uh, Pat. So we he's always been the one that's super like funnily hands on, like very much hands on with the fans. Not that the others are, aren't like they're just as you know very good with with their interactions with, with their fans. But Pat is like so special. I don't know what's with Pat, but if you're listening, Pat, <laughs> we love you so much. But um, I remember she had like a niece named Sophia. And I was still doing designing work for my old brand called Banfields Manila. And I made a specific sticker to give to Sophia, um, <laughs> to give to her, her niece. Uh, and then it had, like, the this sticker had a statement called, um, Hello, my name is, hello, my name is, um, the niece of the band called The Mains, um, drummer. Like, something something related to Pat. Then I gave him, it was just a tiny sticker. I think it was like five sets of designs of like a name tag of different colors. And I remember meeting him, meeting the band and I I gave the, the gift to Pat. And I said, hey, Pat, this is for Sophia. I don't know why I, I was giving a gift to her niece. But I knew how much he loved her niece. So I was like, oh, might as well just give something. And then uh, when they came back from that tour, Pat posted a photo on Instagram. I I don't know what year this was. Not sure if it was like 2018 or 2017. But along those before before 2019. And then Pat posted a photo of Sophia um wearing that name tag then i was like oh my gosh oh my gosh pat what the <laughs> you remembered you brought it home and you gave it to your niece and that's so i don't know they're they're a very thoughtful band and like what you said a while ago of every show really brings like a different experience and i feel like for every show it takes me to a whole different era and maybe later we can discuss.
1: <clears throat> yeah these
0: bands have evolved throughout the years, and like the the specific i don't know like um state of where they are in the in their lives kind of translates on how they are on stage, which is so beautiful it's so raw, and how much they just love the audience i mean they love the ba- they love the fans, so yeah
1: yeah hi, Kim. Yeah, hi, Kim. <clears throat> yeah, before that's I... That's such me- a... Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's so such I- a
2: cute story, Meg. <laughs> I haven't heard that before. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so Kim, uh, I uh, yeah, before I share who's my favorite member, Kim, can you uh, tell us, like, how do you discover the main and then also mention who's your favorite member?
2: <laughs> I actually discovered the main through Maggie. Cause during that time, it was the same era as the 1975. Uh, so I was a big fan of that band, and I would go to concerts with Maggie. And then she would just like tell me where she's going next, like the main concerts all the time. <laughs> and I would get really curious, so I would, I would look at their stuff, and they remind me a lot of my favorite band, the 1975. Um, I don't have a favorite band member because the thing about me when I listen to music, I don't really pay much attention to, I don't know, the background. I just listen to the music. like put it on Spotify. So yeah. Who's your favorite, Chana?
1: Um, I I think uh, the main won't be main without Joan, right? So it's... Mm. It's really big part of uh, main signature John's voice and you know that uh, persona because he's like the he's like the elder brother of the band right like he's <laughs> yeah yeah but but I I noticed that uh, Pat is very recognizable and I I I sometimes feel like Pat Pat is like the mascot of the band like everybody yeah. knows him. Like you yes. know, this is main when they see see Pat. So, yeah, I I know I notice Pat is very uh, kind, and I, I I saw him like he's very much interacting with the fans in uh, in social media also, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Right. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, what's what's uh, make the if you can share a little bit about what are your like favorite songs uh, from uh, the main.
0: Yeah. So I guess this this question is hard, but but for every album a song really stands out, but like a kind of a trend for me would be their last song in their album. Like there's something about they're quite intentional about curating the the whole set like in in a way that you have to listen to it from front to back. Like I suggest whenever I would, you know, um Give give song suggestions or like album suggestions to my friends. I would tell them, uh, if you listen, if you happen to listen to this to, to this band and or this album, make sure to not go on shuffle and really appreciate the songs from front to back because it's curated that way. I guess like this, the certain album that really was meant to be listened in that way, like for me to consciously like remember that it's. Lovely little lonely. It's one of the albums that I really, really liked. And I guess from can stop won't stop. It's whoever she is. It really evolves <laughs> whenever. Like there, they I have a favorite. And then when they play this song live, it 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 changes. Because oh wow, this is a completely different experience. And like the riffs are quite of more enhanced whenever I hear it live. So. My favorites changes, but yeah, I mean I have from from their most recent album I've been looping lips, um, Dirty Pretty Beautiful and Face Towards the Sun. So just the same as We All Roll Along and We'll All Be And Favorite, really all time favorite album too is Pioneer. Very a very pivotal album for the band and it's the album that they first recorded on their own i think without any record label so that's such an amazing amazing thing for them and like if i could just note how they were the type of the type of band that never really rushed anything like they were moving through okay like we'll release an album this year then tour this out but never like i never felt like they were after the fame never like in in our our like years of being a fan i never felt like they were after that which uh, which is so like very humbling and it and it translates on how they treat their fans on how they put out their merch they put out their tickets they put out the free meet and greets, like, if only, if only possible, like, they'd meet everyone (laughs) for free, which I think they did that in one of their shows in, in Sky Dome with Pop, which is amazing, like, Pat never, (laughs) Pat talaga, but like, Pat just, he goes all the way, like, with, with the fans, I can't even describe, and, that never changed until now, especially now, the energy that they put out, and, how much they are, they kept reinforcing of how thankful they are that they get to do this for the past years, like being their dream. It's so it's so inspiring. There, I I would say like this band is one of the first expanders and and models that I look up to of really going after what you want in life and never never stop, never get wavered. You can pause, that, yeah like it's it's on it it's on the picture but like just keep at it with what you really want to do and look at them now i mean they have they have like their their album is topping the charts all over so super proud
1: yeah uh actually uh yeah for me that uh yeah, Lovely Little Lonely is, is a great album also. I think Love and Drugs is on that, right? Uh, it's, yeah. It's a, it's a great album. American Candy is also good. I love Miles Away. And uh, I think Misery is one of my favorite songs also from Pioneer. <laughs>
0: uh-huh. yeah.
1: uh Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, Janet- but, yeah.
0: Yeah. Did you ever have that um face of... Like there's this specific face in your life and you just had that soundtrack of the main, like on that background. And whenever you would go back to whenever you would remember that face, like, oh wow. Or whenever you listen back to that album, it takes you back to that certain moment of your life or like face in your life. Cause you've you've kind of had that soundtrack of the main to go with it. Then you ever have that.
1: I I think there's uh, one specific uh, experience I have is uh, <clears throat> their 2019 tour, uh, the album "You Are Okay." So that, uh, as I said, the concert experience, going there and uh, meeting them, and you know, having you know, talking to John, and uh, uh, we were talking about like the, the shirt I was wearing, and he was like, you know, we were chatting a lot on the on the meet and greet yeah Uh, and then um the show itself is like i i really love that 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 message that you are okay that you know where you are right now you're okay so that you know you tell to yourself i think i really experienced that in the gig and um, i think that's really personally for me that that was a, a really great concert and really great message and i think this happens like this happened like late 2019 i think it's probably uh gave me a bit of uh, strength and courage to survive that you know what happened next in 2020
0: so. yeah yeah that's so cool i mean yeah. how how these bands just they're like your companions to to a life phase like through thick or thin Like they just happen to speak to you, like that certain album or certain song really spoke to you, and you'll have that, you know, like imprint of that band with that with that specific moment. So, like for me, I remember not sure if this was around the American Candy era. I remember going to Singapore to catch a show with my friends, and that was like the time of my life where it was kind of. Um, go wild and free <laughs> it's funny, and we like I just had to catch them there for some reason, and we got to attend like this this pre show at Anxiang hill i if I remember correctly, it was like a radio show, and it was just an acoustic set of of Jared and John playing, and we got to meet them after and it was a very carefree time of my life and i would remember that because i literally booked a a flight to catch them there which at the, at the same time was like a really quick vacation too but wow i mean looking at it looking back now i feel like for every face, i would i would remember like an album of theirs and when I traveled to this different country, I remember I kept playing miles away, which was so fitting with the situation. So yeah, it it's powerful how music does that. And I'm curious about have you gone into like phases of being uh the main fan? Like let's say you wanted barricade and as time went on, like as years went on. You wanted to take just any any seat, like not necessarily in front, but just to watch them live from afar
1: <laughs> yeah I think uh, I, I I will answer that later, but uh, I think let's uh, let's ask Kim about what's her favorite main songs
2: okay, <laughs> yeah, lately, I have been listening to lips a lot, the oh, new album. Yeah. <laughs> yeah girl like it it's become my summer anthem, yes. <laughs> and summer is over in the Philippines, but it makes me feel like it's summer, so they released this like a month ago, just in time when um I got my first dose, and I was very hopeful about like travelling again, you know, <laughs> and it became like a happy summer song. So, yeah, that's my current favorite, and I think that's my all time favorite, the main song now. Because it also reminds me of the 1935. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Am I the only one hearing that, or do you guys hear it as well? I hear it on the like,
0: riff, like. The riff, right? Yeah.
2: Right? Right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: Even the music video reminds me a lot of girls. Truly. Yeah. yeah. It does. It's a happy song. So that's cool.
1: Yeah, so this uh, this new album, XOXO, From Love and Anxiety in Real Time, I think it's so relevant to this, you know, sort of uh, getting out of pandemic uh, album. <laughs> such a great, uh, because it's not a sad album. It's, a, it's really some sort of, I feel it is a fun album and it's really, uh, I think it's really timely. Yes. And, and I, I agree with you that some of these songs like uh, April 7th, Lips, uh, Sticky, I think they're they're kind of becoming my favorites also mm-hmm. because they're so good that how they, I think Meg you pinpointed that earlier that they have done that in a such a way that they, 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 how they created that album and the list of songs and the sequence is like amazing how they curated yeah. that. And that album is like, for me, it's, it was a, such a great thing that it happened now that, and it really gives me hope, uh, you know, in the current situation.
0: Absolutely. And there's something about the last song of every album that really curates and like summarizes the feel, but at the same time, it like, gives you that sense of hope and community that they've always built around the band, like, will all be, and it's like they had their friends over to record, like, on the recording of the actual song, which is so beautiful, and now, like, with Face Towards the Sun, like, it's such a, I, I cannot get... <laughs> I will rave about this, like, for every... to every person I, that I suggest the main to, but, like, it's such a it's like, a... it's like taking a breath, I mean... Yeah, it's right. it's very really so,
1: nice. <laughs> Meg, you <laughs> asked me about uh, the going to the concert and going to the barricade. I, I, you know, I, I have been to so many concerts and I've been in the barricade. I, I sometimes like so many shows. I'll be in the first person on the line and I'll be the first to go to the barricade. It's like you know, like Judas Priest or whatever that you know. And I'll, I'll be able to push through with these big guys and still get in front. But <laughs> on a main show, I don't think i I, I never been able to do that because the, one thing is the fans will be there so early, I won't be able to be even. <laughs> yeah,
2: you're going to sure. need to battle Maggie and I. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, and you—it's like there's no way that you're going to be in front for a main show. <laughs> uh, but I—I I managed to do that on a May Day parade show. But I—but for that, I still had to end go there so early.
0: <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> I feel like on the jer- it's a journey to get to the front to the barricade because you're gonna pass by like a huge wave, like literally your body will be moved in, like, a wave. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I miss that. I miss that. Um, well, I guess for me, my faces were just uh When they were still doing more shows, like, I wasn't too particular about getting the front row, um, standing in the front row, but, like, as I... As my love grew for the band i started taking that shotgun side of kennedy side so i would just go to the i try to go center and then left all the time cuz kennedy is always on that side and i love ken and he's so like ah oh, such amazing an amazing um persona or like the way he just he just plays and the way he presents himself on stage which is so nice and yeah, so I would always take that left left side. If I can't barricade, I I'd always be on that side. And I remember if I would go with my friends, we we would either be like, I'll bring them with me or we would be scattered. <laughs> or we would be together on the first few minutes of the show and then we'll be like, Oh my gosh, like where did my friend go? But we'll we'll keep on keeping on. Like we'll we'll rock out with this show. So it's it's funny. And I guess like for the fewer for the last few shows, like I didn't mind if I wasn't on the front row just as long as I see like a good pretty good view of the band. And um I remember which was which was that show? Um not sure if that was the you are okay show in 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 QC where we really had a good spot and the crowd wasn't wasn't a lot so yeah more time to really take in the experience which was so different from different from before where where i would be like so so like excited to be up on the front but there was this funny okay i'll try to make this quick there was this funny um time when i think this was lovely little lonely era and i was just I got tickets last minute with my friend Kat, and we were just staying behind. There was a separate uh, area for the ones with the tickets that I bought, which is just I think Gen Adlang. Then there's the one with uh on on the other side of of the Gen Ad, which is nearer. And I remember, not sure if it was the last song, and people like people were going wild. And what we did was, <laughs> I think John. John w- did something, did a funny thing, and like taking off his shirt. Okay, there I said it. <laughs> and, um, and then we were like, "Oh shit!" We <laughs> we went off the the literal barricade and we ran towards because like people were there was just so much space in between and they and they weren't minding people if they go off the off the gen add to the next level. and They were like, "Yeah, let let's let's just do this for the last song." It was just a. It was such a fun song. So, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kim, how about your experience?
2: My The main experience was actually... The first one was Bazooka Rocks. And I wasn't very familiar with the main at that time. I just got All free right. tickets from my dad. But that was... <laughs> yeah that was fun. That was a good intro. And then I met Maggie, and then we went to mall shows, and yeah, that Maggie just took me on a roller coaster ride with the main. <laughs> <laughs> and that's my experience. My experience is very connected to Maggie.
0: Oh <laughs> Well I want to touch on. like, Kim, did we have like a pre concert post-concert ritual back then? Like, would we meet before or, like, after? Like, what goes around
2: it you want to share? I think our ritual was to line up really early (laughs) (laughs) and then walk around to grab coffee. Yes. And then we'll just wait around the area the entire day so we can have, like, the best view. Yeah. I miss those times. Those were good times.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, I I also like the songs that uh, I mean uh, of course I love their songs but they, I also love the covers they do. The main uh, they did this awesome mm-hmm. cover Watermelon Sugar right the Harry Styles song, and then uh, also they did a cover of the Fall Out Boy's uh, Thank You for the Memories. I really love those covers. Yeah. To that?
0: Yes. Um. I forget one of my favorite, I think it was a ha um halcy song. Halsey, Husley Halsey. Halsey. <laughs> Halsey song. And yeah, the I like the Fall Out Boy cover too of Thanks for the Memories. I remember Chana, you were telling me before of like your your ruler or like your guide if it's a really good song. If it's just as good as the original one. Or like it's so different from the original one. And you you'd wonder like how did they arrange that cover
1: <laughs> yeah it was a pretty good though especially the watermelon sugar song was like mm-hmm. i didn't even thought that it's a it's a cover until i realized that it was actually a cover
2: <laughs> did it sound like harry styles
1: i really don't know how it, how it sounds <laughs> how harry styles sounds oh I <laughs>
2: <laughs> you really thought it was their
1: song. Yeah. <laughs> That's cute. Yeah, and then this uh, John actually do. I, you know, the John has his solo work as John the Ghost, right? He goes as yeah. John the Ghost, and uh, I, I know, I know this one song called "Sour Grapes," which is also a great song. Fame, fame,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, I don't know how to describe his persona with John the Ghost. Like, it's, sometimes I see it like it's quite comical, but at the same time, okay, like he's doing songs now. I mean, with, with his solo project, which is nice. And which brings me to his podcast. Um, Was that, was it, what's the title of his podcast, Shana? Um,
1: Not I sure it... don't remember what, what, what his podcast is.
0: Yeah, but not sure if it's like ear candy. And then I tried listening to I tried listening to an episode and he I think was asking for submissions of fans or like people. Then he would read it over his episode and he would um he would play like different songs from the fans submission and how that kind of made an impact in their lives so he would share like a bit of his life life updates and and all the things all the funny comical things which which is so out all the time <laughs> it's annoying <laughs> um and then and then he would share like just play three songs i think from from for every episode which is a cool thing for for a for a band member to do and actually start a podcast. So
1: Yeah, I remember earlier they had like uh, Pat Pat and uh, I think Pat and Jared was hosting 8123 podcasts, but I think it's not happening anymore. They ha- used to have... Mm-hmm. Uh, have you guys followed the other 8123 bands like uh, Rocket to the Moon, which is Nick Santino, right? And then uh, This Century. I-, I actually saw This Century... In one of the Basuka events, and I think that was their that was their farewell uh, farewell show. They didn't come back after that.
0: Kim, do you follow other bands than in in the circle, like A Rocket to the Moon? I'm not sure if that was the show that first few small shows he went to, where A Rocket to the Moon was there to play.
2: Before. Yeah, I remember Rocket to the Moon, Tonight Alive, and mm. them. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if they're in the same group, but yeah.
1: Yeah, Rocket to the Moon. Uh, I think uh, the Nick Santino, who was the vocalist, I think he's part of 8123 tour. Yeah. Uh, that label and uh, yeah, uh, so experiencing such a you know main has been a. Great band and such an inspiration. I think make a big inspiration for this podcast as well. I think this is, as I said earlier, that uh, I would probably not connect with you, you know, uh, if I if I didn't see your cover photo on your Facebook, right? Like
0: <laughs> exactly. So we just want to thank the main. If you guys are listening, I'm kidding. No, but um, yeah, it's such a nice thing of how these bands not just the main like could bind different communities and different people to actually i've i've made like long time friends because of this band and i have to thank i have them to thank that for so like just how my relationship with kim is with ivy with some of my my like really good friends up to this point so I'm sure, and and starting this podcast, I mean, Jana, who would have known that we're both like solid the main and eighty one twenty three fans, right?
1: Yeah, I, and I I have the same thing, Meg. What I I mentioned to you that we never met in in a in a concert, although we were there. And <laughs> Kim, I'm also surprised that we never we never met in a in a concert. We probably have been in the same concerts, right? <laughs>
2: Yeah, we should just plan the next one. We should all just go together. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, so uh, now that we're, like, sort of coming to the end of the show, so Kim, what's your message to uh, to Maine and also the fans of Maine? Mm,
2: watching the Maine from 2012 Bazooka Rocks where they were... They were long haired guys in a pop punk band rocking right. out to songs with lyrics like fist fights turned into sex. <laughs> <laughs> and then now watching them grow from like young men to just honest to goodness rock and roll. It's it's nice. Thank you the main for the music. I hope you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go ahead
1: yeah. with your message. I would just like to say like, you know, uh, yeah, thanks for releasing that new album. Uh, I think we deserve, uh, an album like that with the current, uh, situation. I, and it's, it's, it's just give us a lot of hope, uh, for the future and hope to see, uh, the main in the future again. And, uh, you know, uh, looking towards that and really love the, love the new songs. Great job guys. Um, and, uh. Meg, you can share your message and we can close the show.
0: Okay. Uh, Yeah, just echoing what you guys have been, the messages that you guys just said, how beautiful just seeing them grow from girls do what they want and bringing people on, on stage like a fan and having us sing the lyrics to the song. Such an interactive band and such a free such a free-spirited band and just to see that transform through the years which i would see on every album and how they really stuck to um their dreams with their desires and with with the bond that they have built with their fans like it's a lifelong thing like we're not we're not going anywhere in the main (laughs) so um we're just so 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 proud of you guys um what an amazing album and this is their eighth um album and not everyone would would come to this point of releasing an eighth album with this much um growth with this much uh span of like you know different fans and we're just very much Um, touched and we are very inspired with what you guys do like it's not just your music but the relationships that you guys have forged with each and every one of us like not just as a fan and a rock band but a fan to a fan and a fan to different communities that we have built around this so Thanks, thanks Domain, and thank you, Tim. Thank you, and eighty one twenty-three management. <laughs> we wanna thank no, but like the guys, that's everyone behind this making making the record possible, making the record label like very independent, which is so so amazing. So thank you guys. And for our listeners, um, if you guys have any topics, any questions for us that you wanna maybe suggest feel free to message us at podcast, and you can send us a message on our private Instagrams, we have Chana, Chana Chana that's dots in between and I'm Maggie Caparas on Instagram we welcome any suggestions and Chana any more promos uh,
1: I just want to say to everyone uh, in the spirit of men you are okay <laughs> uh,
0: (laughs) (laughs) love that love that
1: (laughs) okay guys uh, see you next time so thanks for joining
0: thank you
1: bye